Hello and welcome to All for United. This is another United Daily. If you're listening to this, my sound probably isn't as good as it normally is. I've not got my big microphone in front of me today. I'm using a I'm using a headset uh, which hasn't got a great mic on it. But hopefully you can hear me. Hopefully you can hear me okay. And if you're watching this, you're probably looking at it and going, Ben, what's what's going on here? Where are you? You're stood in a kitchen. Um, basically, I'm going to be real with everyone right now. Working from home life has hit me today. Uh, I have a three-nager in the other room. So at times we may have a little girl running in and screaming at me, which is no difference to when Neil gets all enthusiastic and excited, by the way, but it's probably my daughter and not Neil. Uh, and there may be someone who walks in and has a temper tantrum every now and then, which is no different to when Barry disagrees with somebody. So it's all okay. It's uh, My daughter is you two in one little human being. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, Neil, Neil being the three-year-old, Ben, <laughs> idea at times, eh, Neil? Don't take us the wrong way, Ben, but leave your daughter to us. We'll look after her if you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Do, do I just need to set up like a Neil or Barry yeah. camera? Leave her in yeah. that room and then that's it she'll be taken yeah. care of. That's available at go. all good retail Stop stores, them. by the way. Um, quick intro. Welcome to All for United. It's United Daily. Uh, if you're not watching right now on YouTube, come over to youtube.com forward slash all for United. Hit the like button on the video. Hit subscribe. Help us grow the channel and grow our red community. Uh, look, there's loads of you watching right now. Come and smash that like button. Help us grow. Uh, we really, really appreciate your support. And of course, if you want to support us on your podcast platform of choice, you can listen to all the United Daily episodes back. Uh, go to All for United United Daily. Just search it up on your podcast platform. Right, it's Thursday, which moins, means moins, moins, moins. What was I saying? Uh, we've got moins on my mind. Uh, we're joined by Neil and Barry. As we put out on the tweet, uh, today we're going to be talking about another record broken by Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Uh, at Manchester United, and this is a this is a big record. This one, I don't know if you guys have seen, uh, but it's 109 years, 109 years uh, since we last, so to speak, had this record uh, in into play, or, or however you want to say it. Um, but this is basically all around uh, consecutive home FA Cup wins at Old Trafford, uh, nine in a row now, um, and also we've broken another one uh, with a treble win inside, set in 1999 in the stalemate away from Arsenal in terms of unbeaten games on the road is now at 18 games. Oli completely carries on to set records at Manchester United. So let's get into the guys. Um, Barry, how good is it when we uh, when we break a record? Do you still enjoy it? Um, always good, Ben, but I prefer trophies to breaking records. Records are always there to be broken. Um, let's try and translate it into some trophies. But we are formidable on the road. I'd like to see us being a bit more formidable at Old Trafford. But nevertheless, um, breaking records means the team's doing well. Yes, of course it is. And Neil, it seems to be one of those things that records are there to be broken, records are there to be lost. Uh, when you see these things, do you always worry about the next game? We go away to West Brom on Sunday. We've got 18 games unbeaten away. It's just you're waiting for something bad to happen, aren't you, all the time? Yeah, you, you just weirdly, you are with this team. Um, so I, I didn't get the job. My um, girlfriend got the job. That's her card. Um, so, um, yeah, you, you, I, I just, it was weird. I'm, I'm watching watch United a lot this season, and then um, you'd always seem, seem to be waiting for something to go wrong. You, you sort of, I've been starting negative, sort of watching our games, and somebody's going to be another one because. We've got to get back on track. Last Sunday was just it was so disappointing that to draw with Everton was terrible. I thought that was an awful, awful performance. 
Um, so we've got to get back and track away to Sam Allardyce, who couldn't win an argument at the moment, but you know he's going to stitch us up or he's going to try his best. Yeah, it's, um, and you know for a fact we're going to have a team literally stood up against us, waiting for us to break them down, which we struggled so badly with against against West Ham. And, and you know, at times against Everton as well, we, we struggled. So we just hope we, we start, as Mark would say, on the front foot and, uh, and really go for it. Because goals can be scored, guys. Goals can be scored against West Brom. The only big club that has gone there and hasn't scored uh, a good amount of goals against them is uh, is Chelsea in that three-all draw. Uh, City pounded them. Leeds even went there and pounded them. Uh, we, we need to go there and get some goals because Oddie will want goals. Um, but let's about the West Brom game. Let's let's talk about the FA Cup. A um, hundred and nine-year-old record um, because of our past nine matches. We've won them all at Old Trafford. I'd actually like to know. I've not seen this, but the only game I can remember us losing, cup game losing at Old Trafford since Oddie took over, is the City one in the Carling Cup. Uh, or sorry, the the League Cup at the end of last year. Barry, his his cup record's incredible. Through to the semi-finals, what what, what yeah. have you made of of Oli, um in the cups? Well, you know, it, it, it you can look at it as the glass half full or half empty. Um, you get to the semi-final, but you don't make the final. Um, is that a successful cup run? I suppose in the days when there were crowds present, financially it was successful, but in terms of silverware, it's not successful. So, you know, we'd like to see some of these semi-final defeats translated into victories. And, you know, we're, we're gauged by trophies won, not by semi-finals reached. So, um, yeah, good to get there. But it's a horrible game to lose the semi-final. In many respects, it's almost worse than losing the final, if not worse. Uh, yeah, would you agree with that, Neil? Would would, would you yeah. say, of course, he's done well to get to the semi-finals, but now he has to make that next step on in the, in the team. He has, he has to. I have to agree with Barry there, and that really hurts me to say that. You've no idea. Um, but yeah, Barry's right. I'd, losing in the semi, you know, that's a record you don't want. Is keep losing in the semi-finals. We're doing really well to get there, but we've got to get over the hump. Yeah, no, completely agree with that. And this year's FA Cup run, Barry, do you expect us to be really, really serious with it? Do you expect us to go into the next round with a lot of confidence to make it through to the semi-final? Of course, through to the quarters now. Uh, we've been to the quarters. We've been there and done that in every competition over the last two years. Uh, so do you expect us to, at the very least, progress to, to the semis this year? Or do you think we can win it? Um, yes, we can definitely win it. I think a lot of it goes down to team selection. Um, a couple of those semi-finals that we've lost, like the FA Cup semi-final last season, I thought that his team selection was not good that particular time. Of course, if we win, we always praise the team selection. But certainly we can go ahead and win. And one thing you can be guaranteed of is we'll get a difficult draw in the quarterfinals because we usually get difficult draws. But, you know, you've got to beat everybody to get there. And um, I am confident... When he picks his best 11, um, you know, I look at it with much confidence. So hopefully not too many injuries. Um, and hopefully, yes, we will make it further. But I'd like to see us not only get to the semi-final, but to win the trophy. Yeah, I'm with that as well. Uh, Neil, I'm sure you don't disagree with that. I'm just having a look now. I think that the FA Cup draw happens a bit later on today. Yeah, um, 
tonight, 7.45 by the looks yeah. of it. And in the hat, Bournemouth, United, Sheffield United, Wolves or Southampton, Barnsley or Chelsea, so Barnsley, uh, Everton, Man City and Leicester. So, Neil, who do you want in the next round? Well, I'd like Bournemouth at home, but I've got a feeling Man City will get Bournemouth and we'll probably get Everton away or Chelsea away. And the BBC will put out on a stupid time and it will kick all the other games into, you know, knock us out of our strides. So I'd like Bournemouth at home. Yeah, I mean, obviously, who wouldn't want that? Um, of course, even Sheffield United, to be honest, because I think they're junk. Um, but um, I don't see us getting that. We'll get a we'll get a toughie Wolves away or something like that, you know. But we've got, we, I think, I really genuinely think, and I've said this a few times now, that Ollie needs to win. He needs to win a cup. Um, you need, the FA Cup would be great for him to win. Um, I, don't, I can't see us winning the league. I think we're we're off the pace. Um, and City look look home and hosed in some respects. Um, but um, I think he needs to. He needs really needs to win this FA Cup. Yes, yes, I agree, Neil. Sorry about that. I had the little one screaming in my ear asking yeah. for something on the TV. She's probably, she's probably agreeing with me. Probably well, I'm, agreeing. Just, I'm wondering why she wants something on the TV. She's not just watching this stream. She's got her iPad with her videos. Surely yeah. we're coming up in her video stream. Very odd. Who needs Peppa Pig this time of the day? No, when, you, when you've got Neil. Uh, guys, get into the live chat and tell us what you think. Who do you want in the next round? Barry, what about you? Who do you want in the in the next round? You just know. You know City are going to get an easy draw and we're going to end up with yeah. a tricky one. Yeah, what what I would like in the next round is either Barnsley or Bournemouth at home, and I'd like City and Chelsea to meet each other. We can't. Happen, though, um, we'll we'll get probably Chelsea and um, City will get the easiest draw. It seems to fall out that way for some reason. Um, the conspiracy theorists obviously will have some comment to make, but you know what? I don't mind who we get in the next round. We must just go there, to be at home, and beat them. Yes, 100%. And Neil, would you say, final one before we get into our classic FA Cup games, uh, just listening to what you said a minute ago, I wanted to reflect on sort of Oli needing a trophy. Do you think it's a failure this season if he doesn't win one? Yeah? I'll, I'll, yeah, I think it is. I think it is, to be honest. I've, uh, I've been critical of Oli in the past, but he's got a, he's got a great squad. He's, pen, he's spent plenty of money. Um, and, and it is a good squad. You know, regardless of whether Pogba's in and out, he needs to manage. He needs to be able to manage the squad, his backroom staff. I think he needs a trophy this year because the fans. There's only so much the fans will take. Um, you know, he, he needs a trophy. What about you, Barry? Do you agree with that? Um, I agree with Neil in terms of I don't think we're going to win the league. If we finish runners up in the league, it is an improvement, and I think that will keep him in the job. And I think if he does that without winning a cup, we're still kind of okay. Mm. But yeah. I do agree with Neil that it's time for him to step up and win some trophies. But of course, those um, senior fans like myself, and I'm talking about in terms of age, have been through spells where we've won no trophies for many years. So there's no divine right to winning trophies. You've got to earn them. But I do think we're an improvement on um, last season. Where I'd like to see Oli improve is his in-game management. Mm. You know, for example, in the West Ham game, we mm. kind of saw it was the same pattern of play for the entire 90 minutes. I'd like to see him changing things up during the game. And I somehow think that 
at times there's kind of no plan B. You see him and his coaches scratching their head on this on the sidelines, and some of his substitutions I think have been a little bit strange, like the one against Everton in the 93rd minute. But I guess I'm straying from the subject. No, it's good points well made. Um, and I just want to quickly say hello to some of the guys who are sounding off in the live chat. Uh, Reese, hello, Colin. Uh, hello to Paul. Hello as well to Hammer. Temi's been in the chat. Jamie as well. Uh, guys, thank you for joining. If you're on Twitter right now, come and join our red community on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash all for United. Come and watch over here and sound off in the live chat as we're chatting because we are going to move on now and we're going to chat about classic FA Cup games. So United and Ollie have equaled a 109-year-old record with the FA Cup win over West Ham. Uh, that's nine matches consecutively won at home at Old Trafford. Um, there's been loads of FA Cup ties at Old Trafford. Uh, between now and 109 years ago, of which Barry can remember them all because he's 110 this year. So if you guys guys want to hear uh, about some of them, stick here because Neil and Barry, I'm sure, are going to drop some gems on us, but also get yours in the live chat. So guys, just to check, um, are all your FA Cup memories that you're going to talk about at home at Old Trafford or have you selected some away as well? Have you you gone some different ones? Uh, I've selected um, one particular one on a neutral ground because it was a semi-final. Right. Okay. What about you? Nick? Oh, have you both got the same one there? No. Yeah. Well, I, I knew you'd have the same, same. one. So I've, I've selected four, all semi-final cup replays. Someone nod if you've gone with um. And the only hint I'll give is chest hair. Yeah. For Fort Neil, Mike. No. That was his favourite moment. He loves a bit of chest hair on the carpet. I haven't. I'm. I'm going to leave that to you. <laughs> Lovely. Right. Let's jump into them. Hopefully you've got some home ones. Otherwise, it makes the whole conversation redundant as well. So any memories? Of, do you know what? Actually, the only the, when I think of FA Cup at home, the first one that comes to mind, was it the FA Cup or was it a league game? It was actually a game against West Ham where they knocked. I'm sure they knocked us out the FA Cup. Yeah, it's when Bartes cried for offsides and they yes. Trying to put I think Kenio got the goal. Yeah. Yeah, spot on. Um, that's the first one that comes to me. It's not even one that we won. Um, right, Barry, let's come to you first. 109 years, right. a long time, a lot of FA Cup games. Spin us right. a classic FA Cup game that you want us to remember okay. this afternoon. I will I will start off with a home game in the FA Cup, and it's a game that I happen to be at. Now, you've got to bear in mind, you've got to bear in mind, I travel from South Africa, so it's no easy feat to get to Old Trafford. It's a long distance, and it's not... It's not a cheap excursion, whereas I'm envious of the guys that are able to get there week in and week out. But it's a game against Arsenal in the FA Cup 2011 at Old Trafford. And remember, we went on to win the league that season, but not the FA Cup. And the reason I remember that game is for several reasons. Number one, when you looked at the team lineup, United's lineup that day, there are no ways that they should have beaten Arsenal because Fergie started the game with seven defenders in the team. He had a back four of Wes Brown, Vidic, Ferdinand and Evra. Both De Silva twins played in the midfield. And John O'Shea played as well. And believe it or not, Darren Gibson was in the team on the day. And the numbers were made up by Van der Sar, Rooney and um, Chicharito. Um, United won the game 2-0. Fabio De Silva scored one of the goals. Rooney scored the other goal. And probably the most memorable moment of the game 
was in the second half, Antonio Valencia came on as a substitute, making his first appearance after breaking his leg. And he got an unbelievably loud Old Trafford welcome when he came onto the field. And of course, we were all waiting with bated breath for the first time he went into a tackle or got tackled. And, you know, it was incredible. So it was an amazing game because, as I say, we fielded a side where um, we, we, we should never have, in the eyes of many, should never have won the game because of the starting 11. But they were like men possessed on the day and we gave them a good hiding. So a good day for me and for United fans. As, as a fan, Barry, being in that crowd, do you feel like you did walk away from a classic FA Cup game? Was, is, is that the magic of the FA Cup that everyone always likes to well, talk about? It, it, it's the magic of the FA Cup because if that was a league game, kind of, you know, it was a typical cup tie, to and fro. Um, there was quite a lot of needle in the game because in those days, you know, Arsenal were rivals. Wenger was still the manager. A lot of it was hyped up between the animosity between Fergie and Wenger. And in fact, um, you know, we, we gave them what they deserved on the day. So it was, it was good. It was good to be in the crowd. And, you know, the Stratford end were in fine voice as usual. And as I said, when Valencia came onto the field, it was terrific. Brilliant. Ah, uh, fantastic memory there, Barry. Thank you for that. We'll come over for another one in a minute. Let's get, get the thinking cap on. Uh, Neil, what about you? Do you, want, do you want to share one of your classics? The Club 99, when Solskjaer scored the winner against Cesspool, um, and they'd been one up, and pitch was terrible. The Old Trafford pitch was terrible, and we threw the kitchen sink at them, and then scored in the, Ollie scored in the last minute, nicked one off um, Scalzi's feet just as he was going to slam one in. That was a great game, FA Cup game. But my my best memories have always been travelling with the with the away fan, you know, neutral ground, FA Cup semi-finals. That's what the FA Cup was about to me on the neutral grounds. Uh, I've listed about four or five here that, you know, two or three I went to, one my dad went to. And just the memories are so fresh. I wouldn't say it was like it was yesterday, but the really, really fresh memories. And the FA Cup to me was about getting to the semi-finals, the neutral ground. But my best home one, I think when we beat Liverpool, I think that was the third round of the FA Cup. So... I think it was quite early in the competition. But I do remember being the, the Old Trafford pitch being absolutely dreadful that day. I, th- I think it was fourth round. I had, I had a little look online. Yeah, it, was, it, was early, it was early in, wasn't it? It was very early in, in, in the sort of competition. Yeah, it was I a great it. game. It was amazing atmosphere. Amazing I've seen, atmosphere. seen a couple of people put that one in there in there as yeah, well. Um, that's a brilliant atmosphere. But what, what, what do you think better, it is, Neil? Just quickly, what do you think it is about the, the away days in the FA Cup compared to the home games? It does seem that more memorable ties for us have been away from home than, than at home. Yeah, well, you, you get, because you get a bigger split of, of the, the attendance. So, you know, you get sort of, I think it's about nearly 25% of the tickets. So the atmosphere between the two sides, depending on who you're playing, um, is, is always pretty amazing. And then obviously in the semi-finals of the Cup, it's a 50-50 split. So you've, it, we're never going to experience those atmospheres again because they're not doing 50-50 splits. Um, and they're the best atmosphere. And the, and the away days are always the best days. I love going to Old Trafford, but some of the away days... I mean, I went to, even away days at Stoke were good. And it's bloody horrible there at the old Victoria ground. Um, but away days were just the best and still are. Still are. Yeah, I feel like... Um... 
I, I feel like we also don't get many great home FA Cup ties. I feel like also, if we go back to the, the, the previous round, the 3-2 against Liverpool, I think in a few years' time, we'll be talking about that being a being a, a great tie. I know there's no fans in the stadium, but because of that circumstance, because mm. of the Fernandez winner, because of the situation Liverpool were in, because of the way that we took the game and, and, and sort of attacked them. You know, I, when you think about home games that come to mind, I, I also think about when we went out to Exeter. Do you remember that at home? Went out to um went out to who was the other? Oh um we to Tom Lawrence. We went out to Leeds. Out to Leeds, yeah, one nil. And um oh who was Tom Lawrence playing for when he came back? Was it it was it Ipswich? No, Derby. it wasn't Ipswich. Derby. And we went out to Derby. I feel like we've had more moments to forget in the FA Cup at home. <laughs> the moments to remember. The thing, the thing is what Barry said, it's about getting to the finals. So United fans, we we remember getting to the semi-finals and great games on the way and getting to the final and getting over that hump. So sometimes the semi-finals are the biggest games that you remember because just the atmosphere is just spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. You know, we're going to mention probably the same one uh, at some point. And the atmosphere that night, my old, I, my old man was at two of these games and he said he's never known anything like it for an, for, a, for an atmosphere at a ground. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we will get to... Uh, well, let's see. Barry, do you want to sound off with another classic FA Cup game that comes to mind? Yes, I'm, I'm going to leave the hairy chest game to Neil. And another classic game, in fact, and I agree with Neil about semi-finals. The atmosphere is electric because you've got usually a split of the fans in the, in the ground. And the semi-final I want to speak about is the 1983 FA Cup semi-final, which was also a victory for United against Arsenal. And it's memorable for me particularly because one of the first times that I ever saw United playing live. And we, um, in fact, Gary Bailey was playing for United at the time. That's where our tickets came from, being a fellow South African. And we travelled from, from London with the Arsenal fans on a train that was called the Football Special from London to Birmingham. So, you know, when I heard it was a Football Special, I thought we were in for some sort of luxury train journey. So rule number one, knowing that you were going with the opposition supporters, is any United regalia that you might have had on, have it covered by something so that they don't see that you support the opposition. The Football Special train, in fact, was when you got onto the coach, there were no seats whatsoever. It was all standing with kind of a couple of rods in the middle of the of the train that you could hang on to. So there was absolutely nothing for anybody to vandalize on the train. When we got to Birmingham, the train didn't actually pull into the station. Remember, this is 1983. There were quite a lot of crowd trouble at games at that time. The train stopped outside the station and you were forced out and you were marched from the station from the um, where you got off the train to Villa Park um, by police on horseback. Um, so that was quite an eye-opener. And then as for the game itself, which was an absolute cracker of a game, Arsenal, who were the favourites, took the lead um, with a very scrappy goal from Tony Woodcock. And United scored two absolute brilliant goals. Um, Captain Marvel getting the equaliser and a young Norman Whiteside scoring an absolutely magnificent goal to win the game for United, where the ball comes over his shoulder and he smashes it in with a volley. Um, for those who've never seen it, it's well worth watching on YouTube. And the other thing I remember that game for 
is Kevin Moran got a really nasty head injury. There was blood all over the place and he actually got stretched off. And while he was lying on the stretcher, he sort of raised his arm in a fist pump and the, the crowd went absolutely crazy. Um, and I also remember at the end of the game, the crowd ran onto the pitch, which in those days kind of was quite a frequent thing. But that saw United get into the final to play Brighton, of course, whom we beat after a replay. It was a magnificent game and a fantastic result. Ah, oh, the memories, the memories. Neil, what about you? Another classic yeah. FA Cup tie? The 1985 one, um, which I thought Barry might go with, the replay against Liverpool when we were one down at half-time. Um, the atmosphere was amazing. Um, my dad took me to this game. And I, I was the, the atmosphere was scary. It was amazing. Um, Brian Robson scored an equaliser in the second half that Liverpool still say to this day was offside, uh, or it was the huge one. Um, and he went striding through and smashed one into the top corner from about 25 yards out. And the, in front of the United fans, and the place just exploded. And then Hughes scored one, and he did a fantastic celebration, Hughes, um, where he was sort of doing this. He was just, it was a brilliant goal. Hughes didn't even take a touch, just slammed it into the back of the net. I think Strachan played him through. And um, as Grabalar come out, he just drove it underneath him to, and we won 2-1. And that was brilliant. And we went on to win the Cup against Everton that year um, with Whiteside scoring a, an absolutely fantastic goal in the final. And next time, when we won the game, won the Cup final with 10 men. Because I think Moran, was it Moran who got sent off, Barry? It was indeed. He was the first player yeah. to ever be sent first off in the Cup final. Yeah. Yeah. First player to be sent off. And when he went up to get his medal, they didn't give him the medal, did they? Um, what, as a punishment? Yeah, no, he wasn't. He, 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 they all lined up to get the medal. Yeah. And when Moran came along, the bloke went to yeah. hand him his medal. And he's, he, they pulled, someone pulled his arm back from the FA and he wasn't allowed a medal because he got yeah. sent off. Yeah. Neil, can Brock, I ask you quickly? Can I ask you he quickly? Did you get mentioned... a medal subsequently. He was awarded one. He oh, got one in the end. He had a win later, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Through the post. That's, that's something that you want the postman to deliver, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Neil, just quickly, because I feel like he's not spoken about enough uh, in terms of his playing ability because he ended up becoming a manager. Um, Mark Hughes, how good was he in his heyday? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. You'd, you'd love Hughes in this team now. Hughes was... You talk about if you did an underrated 11 of Manchester United players, Hughes is in the underrated 11 of Man United. He's massively underrated. And a lot of United fans these days, because he managed City, they, they that's a black mark against him. Um, but Hughes was magnificent. I mean, the, one of the first signings that Ferguson did when he took over was to get Hughes back. He, he knew the value of Mark Hughes. He was just brilliant. He was a brilliant player with his back to goal. And he, he wasn't the tallest, but God, he was strong like, he was strong like a ball. Yeah. And no. scored some amazing goals. You talk Can about just... semi-final goals, the one against Oldham at Wembley, when he screamed one into the top corner. And we were out. We were out on our feet. And there was a ball just flicked over the top and he slammed it in the top corner. My favourite one is obviously the, the Giggs one, because I was at the first game on the Saturday when Skulls scored a goal that was onside, called offside. And then the Giggs one, the hairy chest, that's the last FA Cup replay. So that's the last time the replay was ever played in the FA Cup in the semi-final. Um, and that was, a, those two nights were two of the best nights. Well, the Saturday was was disappointing because I thought we should have beaten Arsenal. But that 
that replay was one of the best nights of my life. It was absolutely incredible. Can I, can I just say, you know, you know a player's good when Neil uses uses the word brilliant eight times when he says something. Neil yeah, doesn't give away plays like that. When we he, were dead, we were dead on our feet when when Neville gave that penalty away. He was, you know, he, he stood you up and himself getting to the exit. Yeah, it was amazing, brilliant. I mean, that 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 one that was the treble that night. Yeah. Um, let's quickly go over that game, Barry. Uh, let's go over the game that, that Neil obviously mentioned there as well. Um, the gigs goal. Um, was it at Villa yeah. Park or was it? Yes. Yeah, at Villa yeah. Park. Both legs were at Villa Park, weren't they? Yeah. Both games. Um, what? Can what? I, where were you, Barry? How did that make you feel? Can I just ask? In that first game, which was a nil-nil draw, but we scored a perfectly legitimate goal. Was it Skulls or Roy Keane that scored Skulls. that goal? Wasn't allowed. Skulls. Both skulls. Okay. I'm sure it was skulls. All right. Well, okay. Um, I wasn't there, so we go with that. Um, Liner, where you missed was one. I, where was I for the replay? Um, I was watching that at home in Johannesburg on television. Um, I live in a I live in a sort of gated complex, and there's a security guard at the front of the complex. When Ryan Giggs scored that winning goal. I ran into the garden and I did a lap of honor, screaming my head off. The security guard came rushing along. He thought somebody was being murdered in our house. So that's where I was for that game. And it was an incredible game because you'll remember that his um, front runners, um, when, he, when he picked the team, I think was Sheringham and Solskjaer, in fact, in that game. Not, not York and Cole, but Neil, you may need to yeah, correct me. Opening goal, David Beckham, brilliant, brilliant goal um, from long range with a short pass from Teddy Sheringham. And then, of course, as Neil mentioned, when Phil Neville brought down Ray Parlow, we thought that was the end of our treble dreams. Uh, Roy Keane got sent off in that game by his favourite referee, David Ellerey. Um, Giggsy was a substitute in that game. And he's gone on record as saying that, in fact, he wasn't having a very good game. And he decided that when he next got the ball, he just ran at the Arsenal defence. And we know how that we know how that ended with probably the greatest FA Cup goal that has ever been. Mm. So it was an absolutely magnificent game. Um, Peter Schmeichel had a good game as well. He got injured during the game at one stage. Um, I remember Dennis Bergkamp getting the equaliser in that game. But what a performance. And after winning that game, I think the belief was there that we would go on and win everything. It was just the most unbelievable season to be to be watching. You may remember that Steve McLaren became Fergie's assistant midway through that season, and we didn't lose a single game after he came in. Yeah, no, 100%, Neil, you, you've got your hand up there. One, one, game that, one goal and one game that needs to be mentioned for a couple of reasons. The 1979 semi-final replay, Jimmy Greenoff's header, against Liverpool to win the game with about 20 minutes to go. Ball's played into the box. I think it's Mickey Thomas flips one over from the left and it sort of bounces up. And Jimmy Greenough comes running in and nods it into the far corner. His celebration is worth it. Go on to YouTube, kids. That Now, you talk about the blue and white away kit, you know, the Arsenal, when we, when we beat Arsenal 6-2, and that's that bizarre. The best away kit United ever had, we wore that night. Jimmy Greenough, white shirt, Three, three black stripes down the side. Adidas, bring that kit back. That's... <laughs> Do you know which I one I like? It was made by Admiral. 
That 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 kit was made by Admiral. Yes, it was. Remember yeah, them? It was. Yeah. yeah, that now. was the best shirt. Adidas, bring that back. Do you know what I am? Um, I I love the black and the gold reversible. That I love that. I think that's one of the, one of the first ever United away shirts I ever got, and it was like gold tinfoil on one side, and then just this lovely black yeah. reversible shirt on the other. Black, the black you can, the black view cam one, the sharp view cam. When when sharp when Lee Sharp scored at Villa Park and he did his Elvis thing in front of the corner flag, mm-hmm. and I got chased. I got chased by a load of Villa fans that night. <laughs> you, you always yeah, talk about being in your way end. I was quick. I was quick in those. No, I got chased before the game. It's a long story. I'll have to tell you about it one day. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe fall asleep. That's the story. Uh, we're I, both I, I, I told okay. you used to go to the game, especially to pick fights with the opposition supporters. Yeah, I was a bit of a trappy sod. He was well, a skinhead even in those days. Yeah. No, no, I was, I was, I'll send you a picture of what I was like in those days, Barry. You'll love it. We'll put it on the next thumbnail so everyone else can see. Uh, just Barry, Neil, bon just quickly, I know we've heard a couple of memories, but let's just go with, with your one. Barry, your favourite FA Cup memory? Um, I think it's got to be Giggsy's winning goal in that replay. It's an iconic moment in yeah. the history of the club. Unbelievable. Scored by... You know, just an iconic player and everything fell into place at that moment in time because we were very close to missing out on the treble that night. It changed everything, as Barry said earlier on. Maybe that was the game that that, that gave us the mentality to be able to go and yeah. achieve such a historical feat. Neil, what, what about you? Same as. We, we were unbeatable after that night. Um, just absolutely unbeatable. You just you just felt we were going to... He was getting... It was going to be ours because that was an amazing goal, amazing night, and and will go down in the annals of history of this club for hundreds of years to come. Another great show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Neil. Really, really appreciate your time. Uh, we, this is oh, and there's my. There we go. Hang on, Q. Hang on, Q. Right at the end of the show. Yeah. Thank you. Out bye. Shout bye. Bye. There we go. Thank bye. you. Beats you soon. Gigs. Can you say gigs? Yeah, kind of. Right, speak. To, you can say Bruno, though. Say Bruno. Bruno, there we go. Right, speak. Did to you say Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? No, she can't go that. Don't work on that. See you soon. Bye bye.